Welcome. Yep. Last time on Exiled, our team found out some of the secrets of the Panopticron and their strange boss Tansur after saving him from the spineless one Axo. Now, with the awareness that the entire fate of their part of the multiverse hangs in the balance, they have resumed their mission with fresh resolve. Let's find out what happens this week. I'm James Leesk, at Leesk on Twitter, and I play Wendigo. A Wendigo, to be precise. Hi, I'm Kaylee Hearn, at Rontrantranch on Twitter. I play uh, the teenage Jean Grey, time-traveling from the past. Hi, I'm Jen, Street Over Jen on Twitter, and I play Enchantress, a, an Asgardian goddess and sorceress. And I'm Devin, I am playing, I'm Fred of Fed on Twitter, and I'm playing Ken Hale the Gorilla Man. And I'm Luke, your Game Master. I'm Coltrag on Twitter because we're apparently doing this now. Now let's get rolling. I've always done it. Not during the intro section, James. Yeah, I always have. No, we haven't. I said I'm I the have. person who... I said I have. I don't know what anyone else. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so you have a... You've had about a week or so break to rest up before your uh, next mission is coming up. So what have you guys been doing around the base? Uh, let's go with Enchantress first, because let's see. Have you continued to, your romance with Silk at all, or... Who's Silk again? <laughs> you hooked up with her at a horror shoot. That's the answer. Poor Silk. Ice fucking in. cold. <laughs> Poor Cindy. <laughs> I uh, forgot about that completely. First she um, gets her book canceled, and now this. Hey, that's my shtick. Sorry, I'm just looking up silk. <laughs> <laughs> and then decide if you have or have not been macking on her big time. I just need to see how many muscles she has. <laughs> not many. Okay, then, uh, no. <laughs> um, right, I... What, what happens wherever that happens, stay wherever that happened. It's, it's not her, it's me. Um... <laughs> I, um, I mean, we learned some shit about the whole operation going down. And I'm sure Enchantress has just been trying to figure out an angle on that. <laughs> So, are you, like, trying to make your own faction that might go against Tansur, or... Uh, who's Tansur God. That was a pretty big jump. Like, what was that information we weren't supposed to tell other people? Well, it's Enchantress. 
Well, no, you're allowed to tell him. It's just Tanser was like, yeah, I, I wouldn't tell him. It's the fact that you guys may have to destroy other universes to get your universe connected right. back onto the roof. Right. Okay. I totally remember uh, that. Yeah. You know, those big old stakes, the big game-changing moment. NBD, you guys. NBD. Clearly. I don't know. Enchantress always just wants to be in charge of whatever's happening. <laughs> or, like, insinuate herself in, like, whatever the power structure is. So, but I don't know, like, I, I don't quite understand the, uh, the, like, lore of it all enough to know exactly what she'd be doing. Well, the, uh, Panopticon, from just what you've been gathering and witnessing, most of the people here are working under the idea that if they do enough of these good jobs, they get to go home to their home universes, and so this is just a place in between. They aren't really planning anything bigger. Some of them maybe want to figure out how to get to their friends' universes because they've got some good bonds going on with one another. Losers. Yeah, so... What about you, Wendigo? What have you been up to? Uh, there's that orange Julius that, uh... Is almost opened up. Wait, it's not opened yet? No, you you pretty much broke into it and made yourself Orange Julius's. I figured in like a week it'd be ready. Jeez. I'm protesting outside. No, I'm camped out. I'm camped outside. Waiting for it to open. I'm number one in line. There's another two Wendigos who are also in line <laughs> with you. Hell yeah. Uh, what about you, uh, Gene? This has been your like first time here... Uh, yeah, I guess I'm, like, just brushing up on a bunch of 21st century TV shows and wondering if this whole let other universes possibly die thing makes me as bad as a uh, Dark Phoenix character I've heard about. Yeah, that is one thing, because you had been uh, hopping through time a few other times, so you've heard about the Phoenix Force before. Yeah. So is it something that you dread having happened to you or is it something where it's like I'll just have to deal with that when I get to it or what are your sort of thoughts on the Phoenix Force? Um, It's a little bit of both. It's like dread because you know we've heard about Dark Phoenix and uh, her son eating ways and that's like pretty scary but I'm um, also wondering if my knowledge of this future can possibly change my future. Do I necessarily have to be Dark Phoenix now? The classic Phoenix dilemma. Exactly. And uh, how about you, Gorilla Man? Uh, I was watching some TV as well. I happened to find a really nice station that showed some intergalactic soccer. Where we might think that we're good at it now, but man, Earth will get its ass kicked by the Shi'ar Empire because Gladiator is the most amazing uh, forward. Yeah, but they have little bird bones. They're like one hard slide and they're out. Well, that's why they have multiple races that have been... In Incorporated into the Shi'ar Empire. Oh, right, they're shitty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, somehow I can... Somehow I can just really picture Gladiator in, like, a soccer jersey. That when you said intergalactic soccer, did you ever read the uh, Marvel Adventures Avengers where they played baseball in outer space with, uh, like, Galactus, I think it was? Oh, God. <laughs> oh. No, that sounds cool. Comics are sometimes good. Yeah, that was from the uh, All Ages series. So you've had enough time. 
and you've gotten your notification that you have a mission that is coming up so are you guys going to head over to uh, Dr. Young and Dr. Jenkins or are you just going to skip that whole rigmarole? Oh, I've been showing up like every day and trying to get them to give me more stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll show up. Why not? I like oh, free I'll stuff. I'll always show up for free stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They are actually prepared for you, Enchantress. Like, basically, Tan Sir had to send out an HR message that's like, uh, be careful about the Enchantress. She will try and control you. So, you guys go to Dr. Jenkins and Dr. Young, and uh, they welcome you back in. Uh, both of them seem to have some sort of anti-mind control devices on them that literally has it labeled anti-mind control device. Oh, that's no fun. Uh. That's rude. And uh, they're like, oh, it's good to see you guys. So are you ready for uh, upgrading? I know somebody who is. Enchantress. <laughs> what do I get? Dr. Young nudges uh, Dr. Jenkins like, no, we aren't going to do this this time. Okay. So we uh, got some of the feedback from what you needed and they quickly go over the boring stuff of getting your stats upgraded. So Wendigo, your tail is stronger now. You have more control and you can do a special attack with that. Yeah, I've been working out in the gym. Oh, yeah, really uh, in the Orange Julius line. Yeah. It's just a bunch of go- a bunch of Wendigos doing push-ups out there to pass the time. It's the uh, hottest thing in the world. <laughs> Gene, since the uh, 60s, they have made a lot of improvements when it comes to personal training regimens. So it's no longer just like the Charles Atlas stuff. Uh, on the TV, they've had like 30 second exercises, and doing those for a week, you have gotten ripped and shredded as hell. You've been jazzercising like a maniac. <laughs> they also gave her just some like tuberculosis medicine. just penicillin and videos. You're now going to be uh, growing an extra like six in- inches taller than like you would have normally. Well, yeah, she's juicing now. I think Jean, yeah. Jean is canonically juicing. And, uh, Enchantress, you've been testing your magic just to see how far you can get it. Yeah, I, and on, like, anyone nearby. <laughs> and then, uh, Dr. Young is like, and, uh, and Gorilla Man, we, uh, heard that you wanted a little something special, so we took that karma you got us, and we got you a repulsor jetpack. Sick. And it's a pretty big jetpack. Like, it's... You know those jetpacks that you put on your Lego guys? That it's maybe about as large as their torso is? Yeah. It's about that size. So this is a pretty big jetpack, so you can't necessarily hide it if you're wearing it. But it's a jetpack. If Warren Worthington III can hide his uh, wings underneath a coat, I I think Gorilla Man can hide it. He has money, James. He has money. Giant trench coat money. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We just have to go to the big and tall section. Put a big trench coat over it. And Dr. Jenkins is like, okay, and you guys know what it is now. Uh, You need to pick one of your team members who's going to get a little something special. 
from our prize machine. Do we want to just high roll to see who gets it? Who hasn't gotten something yet? Uh, everybody has gotten something. Marvel Girl has the least items, and then Gorilla Man and Wendigo. Is anyone else cool with just Kaylee getting something? Yeah, give it to the kid. Yay, present. Okay, so roll me a d12, Kaylee. Ah, seven. Ah, good one. So, a shoe-sized box comes out, like a lot of these boxes are, and they hand it to you after saying, oh yeah, this is some good Tony Stark stuff. And, uh, they hand the box to you, and inside are a pair of red and yellow roller skating boots that have <laughs> flame jets on the back of them. Damn, we should have thought for it, James. That's what all the kids are wearing in the 21st century, right? Kind of. I mean, they're all wearing fucking wheelie shoes. I love it. So those uh, allow you to have a max speed of uh, Incredible, which is something like 50 or 60 miles an hour. Whoa. Nice. That's so cool. And, uh, you know what? Uh, Dr. Jenkins is, uh, feeling generous. So, Gorilla Man or Wendigo, you are free to make a roll as well. Do you want to yeah. high roll a D100? Cool. Let's okay. do it. 17. I think you're getting it. Yeah, you're 71. getting it. Uh, yeah, so roll me a D12. Yeah, my D12 was a 1. Ah, okay. So, they pull out a large box for you. It actually is going to take both of them to uh, carry this box over. And they hand it over. You open it up, and inside is a vest. And on this vest are about 10 different buttons that you can press to use items on it. So the way that this is going to work is that this is your battle vest. Whenever you want to use it, you will roll a d10. You do not know what something... You don't know what it can do until you have uh, explored your battle vest. <laughs> is that what the kids are calling it these days? I feel like one of them's a bomb and you're gonna kill me. Yeah, maybe. Probably not. We had a good run. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, uh, Enchantress used her uh, new circlet to learn how to use Snapchat. <laughs> What's your favorite filter? Jen doesn't know how to use Snapchat, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I assume it's either the flower crown or uh, the goth. You've called my bluff. The Snapchat. It's block. the face swap. Actually, she goes and sees like how other people would look better with her face on them. <laughs> that's really on brand. That's yes. That's some good role playing. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, you guys get your mission done, and they're like, "Okay, uh, you guys can just go into the Exide Museum. That's where Tanser is working right now." And he'll send you off onto your mission. I blow them a kiss. And roll just get happily away. I coquettishly wink. I'm gonna just stroll on out. So, are you guys going straight to the Exide Museum, or are you doing shenanigans first? No, we might as well go to the Exide yeah. Museum. Okay. So, you guys reach the museum, 
before too long, and you see that Tanser is there. He's manually constructing this entire museum. It's it's a uh, it's going to be a long process, but you know it's nice to have something creative that you can do. He's like, ah, so you guys are uh, back. Uh, are you all ready for your mission? You've got all of your equipment that you're going to need, or that you'll probably need. Do you know what this vest does? I pat the horn. No idea what the vest does. But you're all ready to go. Gene, you're team leader, I assume, because you've got the talus on you and you're I a teenager. Do. I am. Okay. Well, have a good trip, and I'll see you when you get back. Hope you survive the experience. And you guys are shunted into the alternate universe. So roll me some endurance checks, those of you who still need to roll the endurance checks. Ooh. Well, that didn't go well. I don't. I'm in the green, Luke. I am just barely in the green, thanks to my three column shifts that make me all but impenetrable. And I needed those very badly. Damn, how bad you rolled, James? And, uh, Enchantress? I rolled in a 16. I rolled an 18, so I think I, I, oh, think yeah. I was um, like kind of creepily enthusiastic about the uh, going on the mission and then just immediately turned that off. You, like, landed on the ground and you immediately felt like you had been spending a bit too much time partying in fact it may have been you have just stopped partying for the first time in like the week that you had <laughs> off it's uh the hair of garm the hellhound that, that seems funny. all of you are feeling pretty queasy at this but you look up and find yourselves in a much much brighter version of new york than the past i guess two versions at this point that you've been to? Where do we find ourselves in New York? <laughs> do we need to get Google Maps open? <laughs> no, no. We are not using the map this <laughs> Which intersection are we at? <laughs> what I mean to say is, how do we know this is New York? I'm from out of town. There's a guy who has to get past you where you're walking. He's like, hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> Enchantress looks even more upset. <laughs> You are on the corner of 42nd Street and Madison Avenue at what is known as the Baxter Building. Wikipedia. That's where the Fantastic Four live. Thank you. <laughs> Gorilla Man is the only person who is, well, Jean Grey is familiar with the Fantastic Four. Uh, Wendigo is familiar with at least the thing from the Fantastic Four. Uh, yeah, Enchantress has no idea... And Gorilla Man, you know about the current incarnation that they are, which is the Future Foundation. That I do. For those of you listening at home, the Future Foundation was an educational wing meant to make a think tank for some of the youngest, brightest minds of the era. Gene, the talus is already pinging you on. Alright, what's it gotta say? Step one, get enrolled. Okay, so I just, uh telepathically relay that information to everybody. Oh, you're mm -hmm. going to summer camp. How nice. Are we going to school? Like in Rodney Dangerfield's back to school? I can't wait till you get to meet Kurt Vonnegut. Oh, we're all doing this? I thought it was just for youths. Well, you haven't asked it. It's Rodney Dangerfield. That's very upsetting. He's a guy who gets no respect. I'm a 60s teen. I don't get back to school references. Oh, okay, I thought that was you, Kaylee, doing that. And I was very concerned for a second. <laughs> 
They're millennials. He's like Don Rickles, except he makes fun of himself. Oh. As opposed to Rover Dangerfield. <laughs> yes, the famous 50s and 60s character. Uh, but yes, you find yourselves outside of the Future Foundation headquarters... And it's a much more austere building. It has like a red brick paneling as opposed to the normally very futuristic metal and sciencey feel. It's even got some ivy, though. Uh, Wendigo, roll me a check for reason. That's not the thing I'm best at. I'm in the green. Uh, yeah, you can tell that this is just like a fake ivy. It is not real. It's made to make the building look fancier i relay that dismissively to the group pretentious mr fantastic so you can go in through the front door if you want to but uh how do you want to proceed because you guys are literally a large hairy white guy a gorilla no fuck you i'm matey you dickbag (laughs) a gorilla uh enchantress who may be known as a supervillain in this universe and teenager Remind me what the name of this program we're supposed to enroll in is? It is the Future Foundation. Okay. So it's just sort of a general education program. Uh, yeah. For the smartest people. Okay, I'm... Who are normally teenagers or young adults. I would like to uh, do some illusion magic. Hello, sirs. I would like to enroll my daughter, Jean. Make us all look like Steve Buscemi in 30 Rock. Uh, like, do we all need to run? Does the Talus want us all to enroll? Well, you haven't really seen what happens if one of you tries to enroll. So, I mean, I'm I'm leaving this up to you. Okay. We could say we're we're her three dads. <laughs> yeah. We could fucking one up Paul Reiser. <laughs> and we can stick around because we want to like explore the school. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna roll an illusion magic to. Oh. Well, I'm gonna have to do that again. <laughs> What did he roll? 17. Yeah, that is probably not going to be enough. You try and, like, cast it and everybody just looks like Wendigo. (laughs) Hey! Gotta fine-tune that. Y'all got more handsome! I just look hungover. I'm like, I need some Starbucks first. (laughs) Do I need to pay Carmen to re-roll that, or can I just do it? Uh, you can just do it right now. Nobody is really strangely noticing you guys. I grab a coffee off a passing stranger and (laughs) drink that. Okay, that's a 65. That's much better. That's in the yellow. How are you trying to make everybody look, or I assume everybody except for Jean because she is a teen? Yeah. Steve Buscemi in 30 rounds. Well, I'm giving um, Jean just some, like, normal clothes instead of her costume. I'm going to uh, get myself some uh, sort of a, a, like, nerd chic outfit with some glasses, and then I'll make Wendigo and uh, Gorilla Man into our two dads. Hell yeah! Everyone has glasses. So now, have you changed your hair color, or is Jane's hair color a different color now? Um, Because, I mean, she's a redhead, you're a blonde. And your point is... (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, Wendigo has some good, like, salt and pepper. Nice. And, yeah, we all have different can... colored hair, actually. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm, I'm the monster's matey George Clooney. There's just a lot of different genes going around in this family. 
<laughs> let's have the let's have oh. the let's have the adoption talk right in the middle of the future foundation. <laughs> okay, so uh, so who is going to be leading the walk into this? Is it going to be the two dads? Obviously, because you're enrolling your two kids in this program. Dads. You're two genius children. Okay. Uh, so you get inside and there is a handsome looking man at the desk. Brown hair, very muscular, but none of you recognize this person. He gets up and he says, uh, welcome to the Future Foundation. Can I help you? Uh, yeah, me, me and my my partner are here to enroll our two children in school. And what is your name? Frank. And what are your children's names, your daughter's names? I'm Amora. Hi. I troll my hair. Hi, Amora. Yes. <laughs> yes. I usefully roller skate circles around everybody. <laughs> Do you uh, put your hand out to uh, meet him, uh, to like shake his hand? Clearly. Jen Clearly. Or... Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Oh, no, I just troll my hair well, coquettishly. Well, he's going to uh, stick his hand out to uh, shake your hand then, uh, when to dad. My name's James Walters. Good to meet you. It's good to meet you too, James. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not seeing your children enrolled in the school right now. I mean, I understand that this is a very prestigious academy, and you want your children to have the best, but we have very high standards here. Are you saying my kids are dumb? I'm saying they aren't necessarily gifted enough for what we are looking for here at the Future Foundation. Kids, do some smart stuff. At him. Hey, I'm from a school for gifted youngsters. He, he's waiting patiently, like, he's gone over this at least, like, two or three times before. Okay, can I telekinetically boss him in the air? Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, roll for the, uh, telekinesis check. Oh, yeah, I'm right in the yellow. Uh, yeah, so are you trying to do this just as a show of force? Are you trying to do it carefully? Um, carefully. Like, it's fun. I don't want to hurt him. Bounce him in the air like a little ball. Gorilla Dad is disappointed. He, he tries to take this very calmly, and he's like, "Okay, I see what you're doing here, and uh, are you actually going to say anything?" I think it speaks for itself. He uh, turns over to you, Enchantress, and what about you? Uh, this is, uh... honey. I don't want to put pressure on you, but your dad and I had to take off a day from work. See, look what you've done. You've made her nervous with your judgment. Okay. I guess I'm going to, um... I'm just gonna see if I can make the computers do some stuff. <laughs> Using the, uh, Herbie band? Yeah. Okay, yeah, roll to do that. Well, that didn't work. <laughs> I got a seven. <laughs> uh, so I'm just gonna burst into tears instead. Look what you've done to my daughter. Look at what you personally have done. Sir, I will have you know that I am a lawyer. So I don't take kindly to these sorts of harassing threats from parents. I, I'm Listen, buddy, buddy, there was no threat, but there can be one if you want. <laughs> or we can just write a large check. I know how these private schools work. How large are we talking about here, then? 
I write a check for three million dollars. He laughs. I add an extra zero. I make more than this in a day. I find it very doubtful you make more than $30 million in a day, but I'll add three more zeros. I'm very independently wealthy as a high-priced businessman. <laughs> he still laughs. I would like to speak to your manager. Are you sure I, I could just as easily get security? No, 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 I would like to speak to your manager. Okay, then I will uh give him a ring. He goes to his phone, picks it up, uh, Stephen, we have some people who would like to speak to you. Okay. Um, two gifted girls and their, uh, fathers. Amora, sweetie, uh, why don't you show them your musical talent? The other is strange. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Okay, yes. Uh, okay, that's fine. Dr. Storm will be down momentarily, and he can talk to you. Well, thank you. I'm sorry I had to write a very threatening check. <laughs> are, are you from the United States? No. Okay, okay. So you're unaware of the hyperinflation that we're dealing with currently? No, I mean, I, I knew yeah. your country was always a stink pile, but I tried not to say it. After a uh, few moments, a sharply dressed blonde-haired man comes down the stairs in a lab coat and uh, looks over everybody and stops and stares at Jean and is like, Is this the girl that you were telling me about with the psychic abilities? Yeah, that is uh, her, Stephen. He bends down on one knee and is like, uh, What's your name? Your, your full name. <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. I think man would be the last name there, right? <laughs> we didn't fill out the form correctly. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, can you show me your abilities that you have? Um, I make myself levitate. Roll to make that check. It's yellow. So you start levitating and... Uh, Steven looks very interested, and it's like, yes, and, uh, what about you? She says, gesturing over to you, Enchantress. Oh, well, if that's all it takes, I palport across the room. It's in the yellow. Uh, yeah, you tell, are you going to add any, uh, dazzle to it? Or? Sure, I'll do an illusion check to make it super sparkly. That was a 97. It's incredible. Ah, you're an Oromancer then. Oh, yes, definitely. We try not to put labels on it, sir. <laughs> I I can understand that. It's, it's 2017. Strange in our world of uh, science-based knowledge to have someone who engages in the... It's 2014, sir. We're not from here. Ah, using the, the uh, Canadian calendar then. Uh, so Stephen uh, gets back up. Yes, we can find room for both of your daughters here at the Future Foundation. Glad to hear it. She's also very musically talented. She can play that horn for you if she'd like. Uh, what I horn? glare at him. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen laughs a bit. Um, yes, well, 
I, uh, I assume you know that I am a Dr. Stephen Storm. My uh, wife, Renee, is working upstairs with uh, some of the other students. Uh, if you'd like, we can give you a brief tour, and if not, well, we can just help your children settle in here. Do they have their bags? They pack light. Understood. Well, we'll generally end up uh, providing them with uh, some of our proprietary technology to wear. It takes care of a lot of uh, societal issues that we have at the school. You're not you're not free burden here, I guess. I'm not entirely sure what that means, sir. Ask Ronnie Van Zant; he'll tell you. I'm very unfamiliar with whatever you're referring to, but uh, are you ready for your tour? Yes. So, James. Yeah. Where can people find you? Oh, they can find me on Twitter, at least, L-E-A-S-K, where they can find all my correct and totally reasonable takes on things such as food and hardcore indigenous activism. Kaylee. Hi, uh, you can find me at Ranch 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 on Twitter, and you can find my writing on the now Eisner-nominated website, Women Write About Comics. Congratulations. Yeah, very congr- much congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Final has some company here. Is it someone else with, with an Eisner, maybe? <laughs> Eisner, I hardly know her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jen. You can find me on Twitter at StreetOverJen, and you can find my art at StreetOverJen.com. And I'm Devin. You can find me on Twitter at FredOfet, and you can also hear me co-hosting Multiversal Q with our Game Master, Luke. And I'm Luke, the Game Master. You can find me on Twitter at at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. You can find my work theoretically at LukeHair.com, that's L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R.com. And then I am going to be at HeroesCon in Charlotte, North Carolina, coming up on the weekend of the 16th 17th and 18th of june so if you can stop by please do and now have cards and maybe some prints or something because we have to record this in advance and uh let's get into the question segment this turn uh for this round uh we're just going to have one question that everybody is going to answer so who would your character set up the enchantress with on a blind date (laughs) It doesn't necessarily have to be a good person for the Enchantress to be set up with, but just who do you think your character would suggest? Clearly, Wendigo would set her up with himself. I think he thinks they have a little thing. (laughs) Uh, That laugh is hurtful, uh... by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Kaylee. Who would uh, Teen Jean try and set her up with? I think he'd try to set her up with um, Professor X. <laughs> the only adult she knows? <laughs> he is, but also, uh, they both uh, play creepy mind tricks on people. And maybe maybe he'll stop hitting on you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about that. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, gorilla Man, Devin. 
Oh, definitely with Venus. They both have like their illusion powers. And it would just be a great time for everyone. The sort of goddess thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and who and who would warlocks? Oh, no. tried to set it in oh, no. Wow. Um, How dare oh. you? Oh, gosh. Oh, definitely um. Cypher. No! <laughs> Cypher is warlocks, okay? <laughs> um, let's see. Who does warlock know? <laughs> um... Who does oh, Warlock know X. who is lonely? <laughs> I think Magneto, possibly? This is going to be some great dates. It's the dating game. <laughs> Enchantress goes on a blind date and blows up the world. <laughs> Enchantress just hears the word bachelor instead of bachelorette. Fuck and this, like, I'm out. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you can send in questions to Multiverse. You can send questions into Exile on Twitter. Uh, at Exile Podcast, <laughs> or you can visit exilepodcast.com and you can see things like the new art that we have for some of our uh, flashback episodes, along with our free comic book day special that went up. Uh, but uh, let's get back to the episode. <laughs> I need a minute. Oh, Okay, so so Stephen leads you up the stairs to the uh, main laboratory where you see uh, Dr. Renee Storm, you're assuming, who, very thin woman, dark black hair, some graying who is trying to settle down a class. Uh, they didn't mention it before, but this is a all-girls school. For the most part. Nice. Because you know. Yep. Finally, I'm not the only girl in a class. They're teens. Abort, abort. Yes. Has uh, has the Talus given Jean any more information? Uh, not yet. And uh, so Steven is like, uh, I'll let you meet the students so far, but... Uh, this is my wife, Renee, who is the headmistress of the school, and she also has five doctorates in various sciences. He uh, leads you down the hallway. Uh, this is Dr. Zan Lang's office. She is the top of her field in microcircuitry and nanotechnology. And uh, you peek in and Dr. Lang uh, waves at all of you. Uh, he guides you down one or two more doors, and there seems to be smoke and a lot of sp 
weird smells coming out of this room and uh he turns over to you enchantress and is like amoro right trying to remember your name Mm mm-hmm hi Uh, yes this is uh dr harkness's room he is our uh leader he is our dean of the school of uh Oromancy and uh, magic, so you'll be spending a lot of time in here. And uh, he opens the door, and inside you see this man who looks to be in his 80s, but his body is half human and then half robotic. Uh, Gorilla Man, it reminds you of the Dragon Man body, so it looks like he's sort of incorporated that robotic form onto his body. Ah, what a nice mascot. I see through you. I see your curse. Yeah, that's rude, bud. And your illusions are not? I don't know what you're talking about. He just glares and moves his hand and the door closes. (laughs) Enchantress's face is like rigor mortis into a smile. (laughs) Don't worry, don't worry, sweetie. Don't worry, sweetie. We'll get him fired. We'll get him fired. It's okay. I'll just bite him, guys. It's okay. Uh, coming down the hallway, uh, you see another woman with a uh, short brown, uh, uh, shortcut hair. And Dr. Swarm introduces you. Ah, oh, this is Dr. Janet Van Dyne. Uh, works in a lot of small electronics and some other fields. Does a lot of uh, just fantastic work bringing more of a design sensibility into everything that we uh, work on here at the Future Foundation. These are all of our current faculty. We're a bit short-staffed. We were supposed to have two other teachers arrive today. Uh, Dr. Ivana Kragoff, who is a lead in animal research, and then uh, Harrison Hudson, who's done a lot of work with the uh, Canadian energy concerns. But I haven't heard from either of them. (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, sorry. Yes. I just remembered a very funny thing. Well, um, is there anything else that, uh... Oh, I need to show you to your rooms. And, uh, he leads you up another floor to the, uh, dormitory floor. And it looks like everybody gets a reasonably sized room to themselves with a uh, adjacent bathroom, which, considering the press of New York property, has got to be in the billions in this world where there is hyperinflation. Wow. Oh. Only the Kushner's buildings were worth that much. Politics. It's a very good topical joke, people at home. And, uh... He's like, oh, and then just in case you ever need to, our uh, janitorial staff, uh, Danny, is downstairs. He leads you guys back down and uh, opens the door to the uh, basement floor and is like, Danny, we've got some other new students. He uh, takes a step down. No! Stop working on that sword in the furnace! <laughs> Are you, is this Joe Stano's sword? 
Is this a I don't get it. reference? <laughs> it is a reference oh to the God. Stando sword. <laughs> I don't uh, get it. Joe, Joe Stando's friend got a uh, sword because the janitor was fired for forging a sword in the basement. Using the furnace. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's like, uh, yeah, that's Danny O'Catch. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. Thank you. I know half of the audience. Yes, uh, that is uh, Danny O'Ketch, who is our general custodian and handyman around here. Or handy woman, I guess the term would be. Danny just flips him the bird, but you can't really see it. That. And, uh, yes. So this is the Future Foundation. Uh, our first break for Turn Home is in about two weeks. And, uh... Yeah, if you have any other concerns, you can make sure to give uh, James here a uh, phone call, and he can be sure to help you out with anything, including payments. But we can work that out later. They got like a $30 million check. <laughs> 30 billion? I added three more zeros. Uh, do you have any other questions for me right now? No, I... Th I think we're good, honey. Let's go to Orange Julius. Maybe, maybe our dads can help us uh, settle into our rooms for a minute. Okay, yeah, that is perfectly fine with me. I'm going to go back up to the research lab. Thank you so much. Rose gates away. I do like this idea of Jean just like levitating herself up the stairs because she doesn't want to take off the roller skates. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> what else did you do? She's turning into like a teen Magneto. <laughs> rolling, rolling, rolling. And uh, so you head up the stairs to your uh, dorm rooms that you that the two of you have. They've even gotten quickly printed up signs with your names on the doors. And uh, what do you want to talk about? I close the door. I'm like, okay, so w do any of you know who they're talking about for the teachers? Because obviously you two should be them. Uh, Wendigo does know Heather Hudson from his world. Or a Heather Hudson, which is... This is a gender-swapped universe, if you haven't picked up on that already. No, we did. I know. I mean, see, the problem is, I don't look like, uh... I don't look like whatever his name is, Hudson. How do you know? You don't look like my dad, either. Well, there was a Heather Hudson who was a Sasquatch, so... Oh, right, I remember that. I mean, I guess I could just switch... I could, I could leave, switch outfits, come back in, and say I'm Dr. Hudson. What I'm saying kinda... is, I can illusion, I can use illusions to make you look like... Enchantress, are you sure, are you sure? And you can bullshit about Canadian energy enough. <laughs> if you think you can handle it, maybe, maybe don't talk to the receptionist, though. Yeah, that guy's a ding-dong. Poor He-Hulk, he's just trying to do his best. He's, he's not doing very well. <laughs> Fine, I'll be the teacher. 
And what about you, Gorilla Man? Are you going to be the other teacher? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. So you guys are going to leave, have Enchantress undo the enchantments, and then come back in as teachers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, do you want me to make you look like different people, or are you going to try and get a job as our dads? What's the plan here? I think we should get jobs as different people. Okay. That seems yeah. wise. Well, like, you have an ape specialist, so I mean, Gorilla Man could just go in as a gorilla. Oh, yeah, what if I just undo the enchantments and you do that? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I mean, it's weird how there's a Canadian and a ape specialist who are supposed to be the teachers coming in here. It's like, I loosely it's... planned for things. Wow. No, I don't think so. That doesn't sound like you. There wasn't a map involved. Because I know you guys pretty well at this point. <laughs> how dare you use my love of Paul Reiser and homosexuality against me? <laughs> That's going to go into Twitter when I'm editing this episode. So glad the Talus is finally pulling its weight. <laughs> I thought it was a hunk of junk, but clearly we've been slotted right where we need to be in this universe. It's it's much better than the backup plan where you would have also had to uh, go in and replace students. Because I, I also had that as a option set up. Um, mm. We could have bosom buzzy, buddied it. I do love knocking out teens and taking their identity. <laughs> this is in real life. <laughs> okay. You ever so, wonder what happened to Peter Scolari? He's on girls. Really? Yeah. Damn. Well, I guess that answers my question. He is cutting back to recent prominence. Oh, uh, speaking of questions, I uh, messaged Bree to find out who Jubilee would try and set up Enchantress with. Oh. Sunspot. Both love themselves, but pretty enough to be willing to be seen together. Yeah, that makes all right. Sense. He's kind of dumb. That would work. <laughs> and he's muscular, so yeah. Yeah. It's the Enchantress fake dating a guy perfecto. Gotta get that beard. That muscle beard. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> this is such a weird podcast and part of, only part of it's my fault. <laughs> You're okay. welcome. <laughs> oh no, I love how weird it is, but um, yeah. So, dad's okay, one so, and two. Yeah. So, guys, just like Snapchat me, and then I can take off the uh, enchantment once you're outside. Yep. Okay. So you guys trudge out. Are you going to try and like fake any tears for leaving your daughters behind? No, I just give them big hugs and say, sweetie, let's go get some orange Julius. Goodbye, Papa. Goodbye, goodbye, sweeties. Be good. 
Don't murder too many people. No promises. <laughs> James uh, nearly like spits out his coffee at the table when he hears that. <laughs> what a what a silly inside family joke. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you guys are outside and you uh, message Enchantress to undo the enchantments, correct? Yeah. Okay. And so you are now Wendigo and Zeroman. Via Snapchat, because that is the only message program that Enchantress knows how to use. <laughs> I cannot emphasize this enough. <laughs> She spent that week going deep on one thing. I respect that. So, the uh, two of you are now back as Gorilla Man and Wendigo. So, uh, yeah. Are you going to come in now and try and take over these roles? Uh, yeah. Uh, do we have time to for- get some fake IDs? Yeah, I mean, if the Taos can, like, give us, like, those fake credit cards, I feel like it should be able to give us some fake IDs, uh, too. Assuming you have a direction that you want to go to get fake IDs. Let's just say we get some fake IDs. Boom, we did it. There we go. I rolled nine. Oh, no, how are you... There's, how a, are you there's to... a guy on the corner selling fake IDs. It's the Yogg. I don't know. I legitimately don't know how to get fake IDs in real life, Luke. How do you expect <laughs> me to get them, in, get them for fake in a podcast? Roll me a reason check, James. Oh, that's... I mean, that's not the best thing I'm good at. (laughs) Yeah, Talos, what's up with that? Yeah, I I rolled in the white, so... Uh, Gorilla Man, why don't you also give me a roll for reason? Uh, Let's see... Got a 42, so yeah, it's in the green. You uh, get us yeah. fake IDs. Well, no, you you just figure that you can bullshit yourself enough that you won't need any IDs. You can just quickly flash a card. I mean, how many gorillas and furry white windigos are going to be walking around in New York City? I mean, this is our podcast. It could be, like, any number of them. <laughs> ah. Like, again, like half an hour ago, I was in line with several other me's. But you aren't at an Orange Julius right now. Uh, Girdle Man and Wendigo just come back in and we'll quickly roleplay this scenario. Uh, we go inside. Gentlemen, how may I help you today? Hi, I'm uh, insert name here Hudson. I believe you're, uh, I believe you're expecting me. I'm a, I am a teacher of whatever that subject was said before is. Oh, it's you, Harry. How are you doing? You're much bigger than I remember. Well, you know how it is. Uh, You go on spring break, you get jacked. (laughs) Don't I know it. And uh, what about you? He turns to uh, you, Gorilla Man. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm also the other teacher. I'm uh, Mr. Ackercroft. Mr. Okay, so you're using... Male gender terms then? Oh, uh, yeah, yes. Okay, well, it is very nice to meet you, Ivana. Well, thank you. It's uh, nice to meet you, too. 
Uh, yes, well, uh, it is very nice to meet both of you. Thank you, yes, I'll, I'll begin the teaching now. <laughs> is that a bad Russian accent now? Yeah, okay, I'll stop. Yeah, because uh, Ivan Kragoff is normally the red ghost who is super communist. Okay, well, um, I assume you have everything that you need. The teacher's dorms are up on the 5th and the 6th floors. You will find signs that have your names on them. I go up to my room and try and remember what I'm teaching. Energy. Uh, so what am I teaching? Ape studies. Okay, I think I can wing that. I feel like it's easier for him to bullshit this than it is me. <laughs> oh, come on. You know all about energy, Wendigo. You're a backwoods wrestler. Just make up something about Tim Hortons. It'll be fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, everybody's getting settled into their rooms. And, uh, Jean, you have another ping from the Talus. All right, Talus, what you got? Step two. Find the stars. Hey, everybody says, find the stars. And then you hear some, uh, knocking at your door. Who does? Gene. Alright, go up to answer it. Uh, in front of you, you see a young, brown-haired girl about your age with a red pair of sunglasses who says, Hi! I'm Sam Summers. What's your name? And that's where we'll stop this episode. Hell yeah. OMG! Get it, girl!